Hello and welcome to Weirdos in the Wild with our co-host, A.J. Oxley, paranormal investigator with Beyond This Life Paranormal and multi-generational paranormal enthusiast, and Lynn Tencher, Beyond This Life Paranormal investigator, Reiki master, published author, and near-death experiencer. Travel with them, a couple of everyday weirdos, on a wild ride to all things paranormal and metaphysical. Coming up on Weirdos in the Wild, join AJ and Lynn as they investigate Octagon Hall in Franklin, Kentucky, with the rest of the Beyond This Life paranormal team. It was an active night. Hear actual investigation footage, as well as conversations over a celebratory pizza with the team. Hydra Publications is the best place to find great genre fiction, including paranormal and horror, including the supernatural Taker of Morrows by Stephen Paul Sayers, Dearly Departed, A Paranormal Romance by Rachel Rawlings, Terror on the Tundra, A Monster vs. Small Town Book by J. Esker Miller, and The Devil's Mark, a Paige Aldridge and Victor McCain crossover novel written by Lynn Tincher and Tony Akery, featuring characters from the Mind-Bending and Hand of God series. Find these and other great books at hydropublications.com. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of energetic healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in March to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. Hello, everyone. My name's AJ. And I'm Lynn. You are listening to Weirdos in the Wild. Welcome to episode three. Three. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we got a great show for you. We spent some time this weekend at Octagon Hall, Franklin, Kentucky, or near Franklin. For those of you that are familiar with haunted places, and uh, not necessarily just in Kentucky, but haunted places in general, Octagon Hall may be familiar to you. Uh, It has been on a number of programs. It's been on uh, A&E, it's been on Sci-Fi, Travel Channel, Discovery... Uh, haunted places live um, some of the people that you see on TV the famous people you see on TV they've all been there and our good friend Keith has been there as well so um, yep we are um, excited to tell you about it and uh, to tell you the truth this is the second time we've been there and uh, first of all we're gonna start out I want to give everyone a little bit of history And then we'll tell you about our experiences, uh, first time versus second time, because they were very, very different. Completely different. Uh, So Octagon Hall is what it says it is. The building is a house that is built in the shape of an octagon, and it is actually on the uh, Natural uh, Register of Historic Places. And it was originally built by uh, a gentleman named Andrew Jackson Caldwell. And that's what it was originally called was the Andrew Jackson Caldwell House after uh, him as the original builder. And since then, it's kind of just become known as Octagon Hall because of its shape. It is a um, two-story building with a basement. There are some outbuildings that are there as well, A, uh, a what, what is considered a, a kitchen or summer a summer kitchen. kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, which some some folks may or may not be uh, familiar with, but uh, was very uh, normal in that time of year or in that period, I should say, of those years to have an outdoor kitchen for the summer because it kept the heat out of the house. Uh, there are a couple barns there. There were some other buildings that have now um, fallen down due to age. Uh, there is a cemetery there. Two. Two, that's correct. Yep. And some very strange things that have happened as well on the property. And we we will tell you those stories that we have as well. During the, uh, the Civil War, Octagon Hall was actually used as a hospital for both the 
Confederate and Union soldiers. And it also doubled as a hideout for Confederate soldiers that were running from the Union Army. Uh, there was uh, there have been some deaths in the house, obviously, with it being a hospital, um, and also there were some deaths in the family that that lived mm-hmm. that as when they lived there as well. Anything else you want to add to the history, Lynn? Um, I know there was some raids when the Confederate Army was hidden in the uh, homes. There's different passageways. The way the, the house is built, there's some odd angles uh, in the walls. They used to hide people in the walls. Whenever they were, quote-unquote, invaded, they, would, they actually, there's reports that they raped the family. You know, just were really horrible to the owners. Um, I believe that they, the Union soldiers killed all their cattle or some of their cattle and put them down in the well, so it poisoned the water. There was just a lot of really horrific happenings there, um, the gentleman that Mike that took us on the tour when we got there this last time was talking about that they had just recently brought out grand, ground penetrating radar and was scanning the property and found a mass grave along with hundreds of bodies that were buried in the backyard. So there's plenty of opportunity for there to be a lot of things going on on this piece of property. It's, I believe, 300 and something acres. Um, a lot of it's in corn and sheep right now, but... Uh, you know, there's woods on the property as well as a couple of barns, and it's just a very interesting place. Yeah, and there's been everything from in the paranormal realm that us as weirdos love has been there from <laughs> what you would consider ghosts to uh, cryptids such as Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard of portals, uh, orbs, which was... Yeah sided this time light anomalies so there's a lot going on in this this area (laughs) we went i think it was in september of 2022 Mm -hmm. um we could show up at three in the afternoon so we had plenty of opportunity to be outside on the grounds in the daylight and we saw plenty of things happen in broad daylight as well as things that went on after the sun went down for instance, my brother saw a full-bodied apparition walking down the sidewalk of a man. AJ saw a shadow person peeking out from around a tree, uh, just trying to think of some things that happened in the daylight. It was, it was insane. Um, after dark, Missy and I saw a brilliant bright light that came up like it was a big searchlight in the yard, which wasn't there, but it just flashed on and lit up all the trees. It was a brilliant white light. It made the trees look white. Um, And then it went right back off. We heard a lot of screams. We heard... Disembodied voices. Disembodied voices. AJ had a really interesting sighting when he was sitting on the park bench. Yeah. um, We were just kind of... Weren't really doing an investigation at that point. We were just kind of... I don't know, just kind of taking a break. But we were outside and... Uh, we were outside because all the activity that night was outside. Mm-hmm. We had little to no activity at all inside the actual house that night. It was all outside. There was a bench there, and I was just kind of sitting on the bench, like I said, taking a little break. And between two cars, I looked up, and I saw a set of legs just run across this backyard. They were gray. I didn't see an upper body. All I saw was legs, and it was almost gray as if it was a, a soldier's uniform. Mm-hmm. One of our other investigators, Joe, chased after. When as soon as I said, "Hey, I saw that," um, we did not see anything, anything else. But uh, very interesting, just to see legs cross the backyard. And then when we were on the tour this time, uh, Mike was taking us around because Haley and Becca had not been Octagon Hall before. AJ wasn't there yet, but he was walking us around telling us everything. And he told us about someone in like two weeks before we got there saw the same pair of legs running across the yard. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 AJ saw that. (laughs) So it was kind of neat to have that confirmation that Mm -hmm. someone else had seen the same thing like you said inside the house we might have had a couple of hits on the rim pod but it was really nothing it was really quiet so it's like everything in the house was outside or just not a lot of activity going on one or the other for that the first night 
So that really uh, sparked our interest to want to come back. We did hear a lot of strange sounds outside. I think that we heard music outside as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did get touched inside in one of the bedrooms. Something touched the small of my back. But I think the most interesting thing, and we actually have this on video that I'll post um, before this airs so that you all can go to our website, weirdosinthewild.com, and look at the video. But uh, we're all standing outside, and AJ had my FLIR camera on his iPad, and he was just kind of just scanning around, and we noticed that there was something on my car that was had a very, very, very cold signature. It was pitch black on the, the FLIR camera. And it didn't leave. It was there for hours. We went back and checked later. It was still there. AJ we tried won- yeah. to debunk that. We used a temperature mm-hmm. gun. If you got, everyone knows what the temperature guns are with the, the laser. Uh, it was as if something was laying on the hood slash windshield mm-hmm. of Lynn's Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was quite interesting. We um, were outside the car, inside the car. We tried to debunk it. I had handprints on my windshield <laughs> from where AJ was trying to to touch whatever was there. But it was colder there, and it was a it was a hot evening in September. Um, well, not extremely hot because I do remember it being a little chilly here. But you know, it was still summertime, so. So we might as well then walk into what happened this time. Mm-hmm. As Lynn's Jeep, again, was parked in the exact same spot. Backwards this time. Backwards this time. We were outside. Uh, We decided we would do some investigating outside, of course, since we had all the activity outside the last time. I had the FLIR on my iPad, and I kind of joked, hey, let's see if that's on your car again. It was on the car again. It was on the car. And this time we had Becca down at the car. She had the temperature gun, said that there was maybe only a four degree difference, but there was a difference, um, you know, it being a colder night. So there wasn't that much difference to be had, I guess. It was literally in the same spot of the yard that it was in before. And I'll post, I've got both videos, I believe. I'll post both of them on the the website so you can compare but it was just it was it was just odd that it yeah you know we were oh we were really just joking about it and sure enough it happened again which kind of leads us into the second uh uh, night we were there just last weekend so we, we did spend some time outside and uh, we really did not have any activity outside this time, <laughs> no. which was strange, uh, considering last time almost all of our activity was outside. I'm going to let Lynn tell you what uh, they saw outside, and then I'll kind of explain what happened to me outside. But we only really had two things besides the the, the cold or heat signature. Yeah, there was one incident where um, I was sitting on the porch and I turned around and this blue ball of light was headed towards the back of my head. It looked like maybe about the size of a tennis ball. The p- back porch is, what, eight feet off the ground? Mm-hmm. Probably. And, eight to ten. Yeah. And it was flying in my head. And when I turned around, it just completely disappeared. So I saw that. Uh, we have another incident that Becca saw. And that is actually in our introduction video. That This is a, actually a good segue to, to lead to that here in a second. But Becca saw the same white flash of light outside that lit up my Jeep. Um, It lit up the Jeep again. And where the Jeep was parked, you know, from inside, we couldn't tell if maybe it might have been headlights going down the road. But you can hear us talking about, no, that it was really, the cars were going the other way, that they were facing another way. So there's no way headlights could have been shining back there. I'm going to tell you about what I saw Mm -hmm. outside as well. It was a... we it was this is the time when we had decided we were going to go outside and I had left my coat and my gloves and hat and everything out in my truck and Lynn said, "Hey, I've got some hand warmers and foot warmers. Will you grab those out of my Jeep when you come back in?" I said, "Sure." So I got to my truck, get my coat, turn around as I'm walking towards Lynn's Jeep. Behind her Jeep is a huge tree. And I believe it's if I remember correctly, I think it was an oak tree. It was 
huge, well over a 100-year-old tree. As I'm walking towards her Jeep, above this tree, which this tree was, I don't know, 30 feet tall probably. At least. At least. And probably another 20 feet above the top of this tree, I see a light. And I'll say it now because Lynn knows this. I'm skeptical of orbs. Um, (laughs) I see a lot of things that people call orbs, and I know that they're dust and bugs and other flying things that are in it. This was not. I saw a, a, a ball of light that started out very dim, that got very bright, the brightest white you can think of. Maybe the size of... A basketball would be my guess. As quick as it grew to the size of a basketball, it shrunk down and was gone. It was not a star. That night was clear. There was not a cloud in the sky that night. It was not a star. It was not an airplane. You I'm would a, know. I'm a pilot. I would know. <laughs> there is. It was not an airplane. The only thing I can say, it was an orb. And I even... Said to Lynn, I was like, uh, this kind of blows my mind because I, I don't really know what I think about orbs. Yeah. So even with that activity outside, inside was off the chain. Yeah, that was it outside. We even spent some time in the barns that are there. We spent some time in the cemeteries that are there. And we had nothing else go happen at all that night. Mm-mm. Inside is another story. We'll go ahead and play the... Uh, clip that we did as we were all sitting around eating pizza and uh, celebrating uh, Haley and Becca and Missy's birthdays and the fact that we got our podcast off the ground. Um, So we're eating pizza in the break room. We let the rest of the team, because you already know us, introduce themselves a little bit. But you can hear throughout the, uh, the clip that we had activity going on while we're sitting there in the break room. There's diff- there was different things. I think Becca ran away at one point to, to check on something. So it was quite interesting. So we'll kick it off with that. Hey everyone, this is Lynn and AJ and welcome to Weirdos in the Wild. We're at Octagon Hall tonight, sitting in the break room right now, eating pizza, celebrating Haley and Becca and Missy's birthdays and the fact that AJ and I released our podcast episodes. Um, We figured we'd just kind of sit around the table here while we're eating pizza and let you all know how everyone else, you've already heard how AJ and I got into the paranormal, but how the rest of us got into the paranormal at Beyond This Life. So, Haley, do you want to start? Sure. Um, so, I'd always been into it as a kid, watching the shows, and always wanted to investigate. And I actually worked with John, the founder of Beyond This Life. And he came up to me one day at work and said, you look like you would want to investigate the paranormal. And I chuckled, and he asked me if I wanted to go on an investigation to Waverly. So I did, and uh, he was so excited, and I stuck to him like glue that night. And we were stuck like glue the rest of the time, up until just December, and we're still stuck like glue, even though he's not here. But we've been on so many different places, and I've learned so much, and that's where I got started. Hi, I'm Becca. (laughs) Talk loud because you're far away. Excuse me. So I got started on the same Waverly trip that Haley was just talking about. That was my first time as well. Um, But I've always been interested. We're getting um, chirps from our REM pod upstairs, I think, while we're standing in here talking. Um, but I got interested in all the paranormal when I was pretty young. I was really into taps when I was younger, watching them on TV and, uh, finding Bigfoot was a big thing. Not that I necessarily believe in Bigfoot, but I think some of the stuff that they find when they're out there is pretty bizarre. I'm not going to believe in Bigfoot until I see one. Um... But I think hunting for Bigfoot is fun. Um, ghost hunting's pretty cool. But yeah, my first time was at Waverly. Um, I was also kind of like Haley, kind of 
just sticking to John because he seemed like he knew what he was doing, and I mm-hmm. was just there kind of terrified the entire time. Remember when he stopped and we both ran into him? Yeah. <laughs> um, Plus, he was a big guy. He protected us. Yeah, he, he was our protector. He was big brother. Missy's got a mouthful. Missy's eating her pizza. Chomp, chomp, chomp. So, like the others, I watched Dead Files regularly taps all the different ghost shows really just as i watched the shows i just tried to imagine myself doing it it was a dream of mine and i was single got on a dating site just so happens that john the font the founder of beyond this life messaged me and because i had put on my profile that i was spiritual and intuitive and his first question to me was how intuitive are you so that got us talking and got us the first date. And um, from that moment on, it was, um, you know, going ghost hunting and doing different stuff and just hearing his stories and just like in awe of how he's, you know, filmed different programs and been behind the camera most of the time. And uh, but now he started to get in front of the camera. So it was really just a experience and something that I will cherish forever. Um, but that's kind of how I got started with it, just uh, underneath John's wings and met all these great people that are also on the team. And it's just been uh, a dream come true. Yeah, I always said John was the bringer together. He brought people together and he brought all of us together. Yeah, from All different paths, so. I keep saying he's the Jedi and I was the Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> he taught me everything I know. And now I get to help everybody else know what he taught me, and I love it. Yeah. And just so, you know, everybody can know some things that Haley is really, really good with the Estes method. Yeah. So that that's kind of her thing with, with the group, um, as well as many other talents, but that's the biggie for her, I think. Um, she's also the face that you see in front of the camera for Beyond This Life. Um, I think John said that she was going to be the face and he was the brains. <laughs> Whether we take that right or wrong way, we don't know. <laughs> and then Becca is the one that went to UK and has the physics degree, so hopefully she can, and she does throw some science at some stuff. And then she also is the first one to say, I can't explain that. Um, if it's something that, you know, makes no chatter back us. there too. And she's going to sneak it off now to go check out. I something. heard talking. Is there a light outside that yes. points towards where your car's parked? Yeah. Yes, there's a street light. That turns on and off? It's probably motion sensor, I would assume. Or, you know, it could be headlights turning it on and off. But the road faces... The road's going The back. road's this way. Right. Oh. Something just shined a huge bright light on your car. And, like, I mean, I can barely even see the outline of your car right now, but it was on. There it is. And the REM pod's chirping. Yeah. Well, there are supposed to be portals that open up with flashes of light. Didn't didn't we see last lights, mm-hmm. flashes of light last time we were here? Yeah, right out by the car. It, all the trees lit up when we were sitting out there last year. Or, yeah, in September. This was like, it was emanating from either the house or like the tree right next to the house. Straight at your car. Yeah, that's similar to what, what we saw. Experienced out there. So, as if you can't tell, we, we're having a pretty active night, and we're just getting started. Uh, those um, red pods have been chirping the whole time. Yeah. I definitely heard that red pod down here this very cool. Yeah. And we know the team that was here last night showed up about 6 o'clock and then pretty much left screaming at 11, <laughs> saying it was too active. They couldn't take it. So, we're going to see how long we can make it tonight. I'm hoping it's as active as it wants to be. So, and then Missy is our resident psychic medium, um, Reiki master. I'm a Reiki master as well. Um, AJ, sir. I'm just here for the night. Technical. I feel like he was like a historian too, though. Yeah, he's, he's kind of our historian, sort of. Um, yeah. Cryptid expert. Cryptid expert, Cryptid yes. expert. All um, things, uh, everything else weird, too. Yeah. And we also have Joe, who's not here. Mm-hmm. But he's a very technical savvy. He's also one to crit- criticize and analyze and critique evidence to tell you whether or not he thinks it's something real, something technical. And 
He's gonna tell you point blank, blunt to the face. That's that's not a that's not an orb. That's dust. You know, <laughs> yeah. like he's gonna tell you right away that that's that's not what it is, or that is what it is. Right. And he's the one with all the cool toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gadget man. That's right. And Joe will hear or see something, and will run at it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Joe is a big guy, and I I would be terrified to meet Joe in the middle of the night because he was because he's so tall. <laughs> Hydra Publications is the best place to find great genre fiction, including paranormal and horror, including the supernatural Taker of Morrows by Stephen Paul Sayers, Dearly Departed, a paranormal romance by Rachel Rawlings, Terror on the Tundra, a monster versus small town book by J. Esker Miller, and The Devil's Mark, a Paige Aldridge and Victor McCain crossover novel written by Lynn Tincher and Tony Akery featuring characters from the Mind-Bending and Hand of God series. Find these and other great books at hydropublications.com. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in March to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. Welcome back to Weirdos in the Wild. Before we return to our program, AJ and I would like to take a moment to remember my brother John Tincher, co-founder of Beyond This Life Paranormal, and Alan Oxley, AJ's father. Both passed away just before we recorded our first episode. Each and every episode going forward, from this one on, will be in remembrance of them. Thank you. All right, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed those clips there and enjoyed meeting the rest of our team. As you can see what we were encountering all night long, we had REM pods and K2s going off all night. And we had some very interesting Estes Method uh, sessions that came about. We had, I mean, it hit us right off the bat. Because when we first walked in, Becca ordered the pizza and she left to go pick up the pizza the rest of us went upstairs and we started filming alive. So um, if you guys follow our TikTok or Beyond This Life's TikTok or Beyond This Life's page or our Weirdos in the Wild's Facebook page, you'll see some of the live videos we did there. Uh, almost, well, it was immediately. I just start talking and I turned towards where we just set a REM pod on the landing and it went off. And we had incredible amounts of i mean it was strong rim pod activity as loud as it could go you know often and for long periods of time and our k2 meters we were setting those around too and they were just as active it was it was pretty insane so we did the uh the first clip upstairs um with the crazy rim pod activity and i'll let you listen to that now hey everybody i don't think you can see me it's kind of dark in here already um, we're at Octagon Hall. I'm going to turn the camera around. Maybe we could see a little more. We're upstairs in one of the bedrooms. It's me and Missy, AJ, and Haley. We have some thermal cameras going. Sorry. Um, so we're upstairs in the bedroom. And a REM pod just went off right when I pointed to it. How awesome is that to be on live? And it going off right there. Can you step back away from it? Here we go. Thank you. My name is Haley. Thank you. Can you step away? Is that one in that other bedroom? Can you step it's away? It's on the landing. Oh, it's on the landing. Okay. Thank you. Um, let's say this. I'm going to ask you yes or no questions. If the answer is yes or no, when I ask you, can you make that light up? Do you understand? Can you say yes by touching that? If you don't understand, can you touch it? 
If you're just joining us, as soon as I started the live video, our REM pod went off right when I turned towards it. If you're a female, can you make that light up? If you're a male, can you make that light up? Are you still with us? I think they left us already. <laughs> Can you step away? Can you step away for me? Thank you. Are you okay with us being here? If so, can you make that go off again? If you're not okay with us being here, can you make that go off again? Are you a soldier here? But just so everyone knows, since we've been here, we've heard voices and footsteps. Found out that the uh, team that was here just before us didn't make it till 11 o'clock last night. They said it was too active and went home. Welcome back. As part of when we were sitting in the living room, Haley was going to do the Estes method. So we have two different clips here that's involved with that. Um, we had Why don't very, you explain the Estes method yeah. to folks who may not be familiar well, with it? That's a good idea. Um, the Estes method, the theory is you can take a radio scanner that scans all the radio stations, um, I think that it, in the whole range, and it does it really quickly. And the, whoever is doing the Estes method puts on a blindfold and then puts on headphones and plays it very loudly in their headphones so they can't hear or see us in the room. And the theory is that spirit, the spirit world can pick up on different words that are out there in, in radio land, I guess, and make the scanner play those words to be able to communicate. So whatever words that they want you to hear, they will kind of announce through this radio scanner. And then whoever's doing the Estes method will say the words that they're hearing at the time. So you can kind of get a conversation going. During this time, when we were all sitting around in the living room, I turned around and I say, oh, there's something moving in the kitchen, which was not a kitchen, but I was still shocked and couldn't think of what room to call it. So it was a dining room. But anyway, um, I saw a shadow poke its head out and then kind of scoot back towards the fireplace that was in there. So that's in one of the clips. And then the other clips is actually of the Estes method. Um, we did a live video of the Estes process. Haley had just charged her phone before we went in to do this. And in the middle of doing the live video, I watched her battery get sucked dry and it went off. So we didn't have any more video. However, I was running audio on my phone and that didn't stop. So um, in the clip, you can hear the point where I'm talking about the battery being dead. So you could see the video of most of the Estes method on the Beyond This Life and the Weirdos in the Wild Facebook pages. But where that cuts off, you can pick up and hear in the audio on this clip. What do you see now, AJ? What? What do you see now? I don't know. I'm catching something behind me. This is over. This is How close to my head? It's like Please help. Your head, like on your left hand side. 
woman. Okay, this is getting that's starting Money. to smell why the people left last night. Train hit me. Train hit you? That is going nuts. That is going nuts. AJ is seeing something. Help us. What do you want to help with? Stuck. You're stuck. How can we help? Murder. Murder. I'd rather not. Did, were you murdered? I take that as a yes. Hi, Taylor. Can you talk to Haley? Then for just a second. <clears throat> I'm getting that that Marion lady's coming through and it's I'm getting lung cancer, but I feel like it's caused by whatever that disease was that came through here. You're welcome on that. That's what I'm getting. Whatever that was with our lungs was caused from the disease that came through here. Sorry. Well, if you need to pull out. I, I don't. I'm getting multiple different things. So are we. Yeah, so. so are we. Okay. Like, it's multiple conversations, and I'm getting a male and a female, and then also another male spirit, but they're all trying to talk at once. It's hard. But, but you Mary and Lady, I had to come through and say that. Whatever caused her lung cancer or whatever they thought was lung cancer wasn't that. It was something with the disease that came through the building. All right, you got to tell them that you got to go one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Make them sit Set in a chair boundaries. in front of you. All right. One at a time. Let's start with the male spirit. Yes. Army. You were in the army. This is insane. Were you a soldier here? Soldier. Union soldier? Retired. Retired. Are you the ones, are the soldiers setting off our, our rimpod? Are you making the lights flash? Lost. Were you a union soldier or confederate? Green. What was green? The light's green. Um, the battery just sucked right out. Of your phone? Yeah. It's dead. Okay, this phone is dead and she just charged it. Full charge. Confederate soldier. You were a Confederate go. soldier here? But yeah, hey, this phone's down to 20%. Once. The light went off. That's why you're not seeing anything. Heart. Were you, were you sick too? You were. Does that help you see Haley? A little bit. I tried. Did you get the A? Did you have the disease as well? Dagger. You did not have the disease? I didn't see him. Can you tell us what made you sick? I can't. God. Outback. <laughs> you were killed out back? Button. Touched my hair. 
Yeah, I've been getting water. Itched. What do you want to tell us? Help. Did the water make you sick? Field. So you're out in the field behind this house. After friendship. Taylor wants to know if you're at peace. Team. Do it. Was that you, Becca? What? The pop? It's this chair. Okay. Oh, hell no. It said John's here. Nailed it. Oh, my God. What? John, if you're here, set the rim pot off. Everything stopped. Why not? Why not? It's going in. John, All right, one at a time. John, if you're here, set off the rim pod. Uh, Teresa says it's Brian. It's not John. Who's Brian? Wait. Ability. Who's Brian? She said she mentioned John earlier. Psychic. Yeah. Store. The psychic. Hi. Is Brian, are you soldier. the Brian, are you the soldier? Out there. You're the soldier out there? Brian, are you the soldier that was sick? Yes. You had the disease? Teresa says hi. Just be. Yes. Her battery's going to be gone here in 17%. That's still going crazy. What do you want us to know, Brian? Brian was only 22 when he died. She said 22. Mm-hmm. Why are you staying here, Brian? Three, two, one. Yes, that's our Facebook. What I've been saying all night with the Facebook Live. Is that what you're talking about? Rap. Brian is a lovely soul, but he's lost. He's Left. Lost earlier. So what do we do? I am. I'm here. I am. Enter. Right side. Are you on the right side of me? Did you touch my face? I'm here. Did you Thank you, Brian. Did you touch my face? Hi. Hi. That's it. Yep. Both of them going off like crazy again. Is that you, Brian? Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Next to me. Three soldiers, hi. Brian. Uh, hi. Brian, are you one of those soldiers? Brian means you know all right. he wants to cross over. Almost like a all right. Brian, do you did you live we here? Won. You want to cross over? 
Brian, were you here because you were hurt? I hate cleaning. Yeah, me too. Work. Me too. What can this team do? Routine. These souls find peace tonight. Did you, Brian, did you work here? Maybe you weren't a soldier. Did you work here? Brian, Teresa wants us to make sure you know that you are loved. Yes. Or two. I found. To answer your question, Taylor, we had to sign an agreement not to help cross over anyone while we're here. Steps active. The new girl. What if we were to take Brian with us and cross him over outside of here? I came to build. Hmm? Yeah. Do you have anything else to tell us, Brian? William. Is this William now? Excuse me, sir. Okay. Who's William? Ladies and gents. Twelve percent battery. William, were you a soldier too? Ready. You're ready. Side. What side were you on? Side. North or south? Door. The stairs. Hurt. You need help? Until. Yes, Haley is amazing, Teresa. In and out. Working. Working up. Sometimes. Did you work here, William? I died. You died here, William? Lonely. I'm sorry. Exhausted. Were you here because you were injured as a soldier? Dog. Seven minutes. Yes. Male. You've been looking for both K2 and our pods going off again. No. What happened to you? Buddy. Do you have a buddy with you? Um, we're dead. Money? Should we pull her out? We've got 10% and the thing just said to go to low power mode. Building? Country? Bill Haley is getting drained, so yeah, we need to bring her out. Lots of action. Thank you, Teresa. For me. Oh. Go ahead and tap her on the shoulder. <laughs> your battery scared me. Sorry. Dry. I'm sorry. You're still Ooh. alive, but your battery is sucked dry. Oh my gosh. I keep getting like, so many things going through. So during the Estes method, we had some um, interesting experiences. 
as you see in the clip or as you hear in the clip, depending on which way you're listening to it or, or uh, watching it on one of our other channels, uh, we did get some direct responses. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a couple times where I even said, wow, we just got a direct response, uh, which is, is amazing. It, it really is um, great when you get that response back to a, a direct question that you've asked. Uh, we had motion. Lynn talked about some of the, the motion that was going on. If you can imagine that the, the the way that this parlor was set up, there was two couches facing each other and then two chairs at the other end, kind of in a U-shape. Um, Haley was on one of the couches. Lynn and Missy were on the other couch facing her. And Becca was in one of the chairs. Haley was feeling uncomfortable as if something was behind her and ask if one of us could stand behind her. And so I went and stood behind her. Between her and I was just, there was the couch and then there was a a display, a glass display case there with uh, artifacts that had been found around the the property. As she is doing the Estes method, I'm looking over her shoulder, top of her head, and facing Lynn and Missy and I saw a light above Lynn's head first. My halo. You're, it, was, <laughs> it was kind of a halo, I guess. Uh, nah, um, Not at all. It, and the only way I can explain it was it was more like a bar of light instead of a ball of light. And this happened twice, uh, two separate occasions, probably five to ten minutes apart. Uh, behind Lynn... And Missy was also a doorway that led into the uh, the dining room area. And uh, I saw movement coming from that dining room, coming up behind Missy. And that was something that Missy also caught as it started to walk up on her as she turned her head. Mm-hmm. She caught what, you know, I think what we would call a... Uh, a shadow figure. It wasn't a aberration, but it was a shadow figure. And then we were also uh, catching activity out in what I guess we want to call the foyer area, where since this house is octagon shaped, uh, that's in the all, middle. In the middle, the the, the entire <laughs> there's like a, a a foyer type area that's in the in the uh, middle on the first floor and the second floor, and where the uh, the stairway leads up to the second floor. And I was also catching motion there as well. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting that as we're doing this uh, Estes method, that we were also catching motion and um, unexplained lights as well. And Missy and I both were touched. Some, I felt something brush my cheek and, and play with my hair, I believe. And Missy felt something touch her. Um, Becca and I both at the same time had the feeling of being crowded, like there was a lot of spiritual activity, I guess is one way to say it. Things were just moving into this room with us, and it became a little overwhelming. I think at one point I could, I think the question came out is, are, are you feeling comfortable? And I was like, no, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Um, I can't remember for sure now how that was said, but it's something along those lines, mm-hmm. and that's in the clip as well. But it was just a really bizarre I, experience. Yeah. And I think uh, kind of backtracking a little bit, as we all walked into the house this time, it felt different than what it, it felt the first time we were absolutely there. Absolutely did. And I, I guess this is going to be one of my sayings I say here is, if you know, you know. <laughs> and that was the feeling. If you know the feeling, you know it. And we walked into the house and the, the house had that feeling. And it felt different than we were there the first time. And as quickly as that feeling was there, that that feeling left that night as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we closed up shop probably one thirty in the morning because it, we just felt like everything stopped. But it was pretty much nonstop the entire time. And he he's absolutely right on, on the feeling. Every single one of us said something about how it felt when we walked into the house. The uh, investigative team that was there the night before us left at 11 o'clock because they said it was way too active and they they didn't want to be there anymore so they left at 11 o'clock the night before so we were excited that you know the activity was still going on when we were there but 
part of us wanted to know just what happened the night before that we didn't get that would really, you know, freak out some, yeah. a team, an investigative team that made them want to leave. And unfortunately, um, we don't know what, who the team was that was there before us. Um, no. We did have activity. Like I said, this time the activity was in the house more than outside. Mm-hmm. And we had activity in the basement, on the main floor, and on the second floor. And it was all over the house in different places. Yeah. And I know we said, you know, talking about how the, the house felt <clears throat> different. So that's something, you know, and how Becca and I felt being crowded. So that's one part of investigating is relying on all of your senses, not just, you know, being able to see or hear something. But, you know, think about how you feel. Um, sometimes you can feel sick or um, or have a pain or something that might be related to what whoever passed in the house before went through. So really pay attention to all of your senses. And that saves the best clip for last with Haley, who had a very interesting smell when she walked into the room. And I believe this was just before we did the Estes method. Um, But anyway, we'll play that clip now. It was like armpit over here. And it's not mine, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) See, you you smell armpit. Well, now I smell the wood burning smell. I smell armpit. I still just smell the burn. Maybe that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone now. Yeah, it's, there's nothing here. I don't I smell like full on armpit. Like, like mm. bunk, huh? Yeah, which would be typical because, which, because yeah. they wouldn't have deodorant. People that didn't bathe like we do now, for sure. So as you heard on the clip, she smelled something that, as she explained, smelled like armpit. Full on armpit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? We don't know. Nope. The rest of us were smelling smoke, which we think was coming from the chimney. And she wasn't too far from the chimney, but she smelled smoke first, and then she yes. smelled the armpit. So. And she smelled it twice, actually. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, quite... Quite interesting, but as you can tell from the clips, we do tend to have a lot of fun with each other on these investigations as well and give each other some grief when we have some experiences along the way, which is, you know, part of what makes this team work really well, I think. Yes. Well, we hope you have enjoyed our experiences at Octagon Hall. And uh, remember, if you have experiences you want to share with us, Please let us know. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Our email. TikTok. TikTok. Uh, so we've got lots of ways you can get in touch with us. We'd love to hear your stories as well. Um, we would love to have some guests on as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we were going to continue doing our investigations. We have a, a kind of a wish list going on right now. And we're trying to nail down some... Uh, are our next places to go and uh, we will soon have some other special guests on our on here for you that's right and I just want to remind everyone that um, to visit some of these places make sure that you're respectful to both the living and the non-living inhabitants Um, and if you know any place that you'd like for us to go let us know that as well we would love to investigate and with that Lynn Keep it weird, you all. Hydra Publications is the best place to find great genre fiction, including paranormal and horror, including the supernatural Take Her Morrows by Stephen Paul Sayers, Dearly Departed, a paranormal romance by Rachel Rawlings, Terror on the Tundra, a monster versus small town book by J. Esker Miller, and The Devil's Mark, a Paige Aldridge and Victor McCain crossover novel written by Lynn Tinger and Tony Akery featuring characters from the Mind-Bending and Hand of God series. Find these and other great books at hydropublications.com. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of energetic healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help in your healing process. 
To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in March to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. Thank you for joining us at Weirdos in the Wild. Please show us some love and support on our Patreon account at Weirdos in the Wild. Like us on all of our social media. And if you've had an experience you'd like to share with us, visit our site at weirdosinthewild.com. Until next time, keep it weird, y'all.